Hello everyone and welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM Tony and I wanted to let you know that the gang and I are taking a much needed long rest this week. With the end of Arc 4, we are getting ready for our next adventure and we also wanted to share some Patreon content with everyone for free. That's right, for free. If you are on the fence about joining our Patreon, here's a great sample of what you can expect on top of our amazing reward system. You can find us at patreon.com backslash dnd404. Link is down below. And as always, thank you for the love and support and everything in between. Enjoy. Oh, welcome to a special edition of our movie review of the new DD uh, Among Thieves. Is that what it's called? Is that the yeah, official yeah, title? Among Honor. Honor Among Thieves. Judge Honor. Let's just uh, let's just start off with the overall rating. How would everybody rate the movie out of ten? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Ooh, they have no whoa. idea who's talking right now, Daniel. Okay, come on. Yeah. They're on Patreon. Oh, they have no my. idea. Whoa, 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 whoa! Right. Let's speaking. get let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. It's on Patreon until we forget to upload an episode and it gets onto the mainstream podcast. Okay. So these are the right. other two D and D characters in my Honor Among Thieves movie. Uh, these are the other two critics in my <laughs> in my theater. The other two moviegoers, the one that won't shut up and the one that won't put the cell phone away, fellas. <laughs> and the one uh, that hogs all the popcorn. Well, I bought the bucket. I wow. get to eat the popcorn, okay? Wow. All right, Tony, who would you be in the movie? In the movie? Oh, wait. Oh, there's so many. Uh, I already know why. Uh, there's no doubt about oh, it. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah, we all know who you are. Who would I be? <laughs> um, oh, man, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel like I related to any of the characters specifically. Really? Um, why? Who do you think I would be? <laughs> I want to hear what you think I would be. Who, no, who you got to pick one. This is how we you always do it. You would be the, uh, the main bad guy. What really? The main <laughs> yeah. bad guy. I was gonna yeah. go with Jonathan. <laughs> mm. Jonathan's a good one. Jonathan. <laughs> Anyone would probably be Jonathan. <laughs> That's pretty sure. That's pretty great. I was uh, thinking the main get bad guy just because he's just so. You, you got on your high ridiculous. horse about uh, like announcing who we are and then didn't even say your name when you went to. Say your person. Oh, oh, hi, I'm Tony. I am the fabulous DM of the podcast, the storyteller, the weaver of tales, the one that immerses you one time a week yes. and gets your creative juices flowing. And uh and you know, maybe I am the bad guy. You know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. maybe you're right. Right? Exactly. Who's next? <laughs> um, and then I am uh Armos, Jared, and I just try to tear down everything that Tony built in every situation situation with fire with fire <laughs> and you Wait. are the who of this dungeons and dragons movie Ooh, uh, you know i was kind of torn I, I think i would be the the druid like i just think that oh, the druid she, i was thinking the druid uh. just because of her reactions towards the end it was like super yeah i was like that's <laughs> That is that. what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I would have initially, right off the bat, I would have said Edgin, though. Edgin Darvis, the main guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait what, do you, what do you mean? I do nothing and just talk a lot? Is that what you're trying to say? Welcome you got a lot of charisma. One of the most charismatic people I know. Hey. I am uh, Dan, who plays Minas Pebble Walker. You probably know. And I'm the... Zankiendar of this Dungeons and Dragons mm -hmm. movie. 
Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. He was my favorite character. Uh, maybe that's what we should say. Our favorite characters. My favorite character was Zank Yendar. I thought it was okay. the best way to portray a paladin. I think that's. I think that's the best way. I loved the Tiefling girl. I thought she was funny. <laughs> the DM NPC. <laughs> the, NPC. <laughs> the whole movie. I'm like, oh my god, he's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one thing I just want to bring up like notable notable things and because I I know I probably missed a lot After of things. After Tony says his favorite character from the movie. Oh okay okay okay. Oh I thought we did that already. Uh, it, it was said, yeah it's Jonathan. Oh it was yeah, Jonathan. It. Okay okay. Yeah. yeah. I loved like the the body suits that they did. It's so out of place that I loved it. <laughs> All right from the beginning. Nice. <laughs> There was nothing. And now there's something. Jonathan came in and saved the movie. This would, you know, this, uh, I really would love to do this Patreon talk, but I, I think it would really be better if Jonathan was here. That's the only way we can do this Patreon thing. I just really think Jonathan makes. <laughs> also, I feel I think... like you'd resonate with this part of the story. <laughs> Alec is very clearly uh, the Holga of this D&D movie, also. Mm -hmm. Seen him and his potatoes, man. Him and his, his potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh, um, my God, absolutely. I want yeah. to just yeah. go with straight rating first. I think we should just say what okay. we thought of the movie first. All right. Who wants to go first? Because I'll probably... I'll go last. Uh, um, I roll... Everybody pick a number between one and three. Oh, my God. Uh, three. One. All right, I'm two. All right, I'm rolling a D3 right now. It was me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. I think it was a great movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a great yeah. movie. All right. And they did the uh, Tony, what do you think? I oh, loved yeah. the movie. I okay. give it a 7 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm a little harsher on my, maybe on my movie rating. Oh. And like a 7 is really strong. But I'll I'll go into it after uh, Jared. You give your rating on why I gave it a seven out of ten. It did one of my I, movie pet peeves. That's it. I will say, Banner. personally, I enjoyed it a lot. But mm -hmm. the reason I'm giving such a high score is because uh, the person I went with to the movie what is knows nothing about Dungeons and Dragons Ooh. and was completely immersed in the movie. So. I would have to give it nine out of ten. That's awesome. I don't know yeah. what they could have done better, but like the big be the beginning's the only my only issue with the movie, but the ending, shh, perfect. It was great, wonderful. Yeah, I think it did exactly what it needed to do to portray how it feels to be in a D and D party. You know, it was a bunch of buddies doing their shit, yep. getting into shenanigans. Yeah. So at the end okay, of the day, so, like even though if it wasn't like breaking ground on storytelling, yeah. it was just a really well told story that was so much fun to watch with great visuals, with great characters. Yeah, I actually like this the story a lot. Like the the main premise, like what the bad guys are doing and how they're going about yeah. it. Um, Why you say actually? Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> I think we it's all just like it. my gripe with the movie mm. is that so for me like less is more, and I felt like they tried to shove. God, this is gonna sound so weird. Too much D and D into it, like um, yeah, they were trying to make as many well. references as possible. Yeah. Um, the oh, pandering, so the pandering, dude. Well, it's just I like don't... 
they, they went to enough. too many different areas. No, I think they did too much. They try to like, oh, we're gonna drop keywords like Underdark. And like, uh, how are you gonna casually just go into Underdark? You know, like you could do a whole movie yeah. there. Yeah. You know. So I feel like they did too many mini adventures. Okay. In the time span, if that makes What's sense. What's another gripe you got? Uh, on top of that, I think there was quite a bit of pandering. Like, here's that D and D thing, you know. <laughs> they would just say something. <laughs> Be like, ah, oh, yeah, uh, thanks. See? I guess. <laughs> but so, like, <laughs> whole hot button word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something yeah. about hearing Chris Pine saying Aracrocra oh. just doesn't sit right. It was oh, awesome. Okay. I <laughs> love hearing Chris Pine say Aracrocra. <laughs> He's never Kokra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the they, when they put the Tabaxi kid yes. on the screen when like the <laughs> when Zeg came out and he saved the kitten from the uh, the giant fish, mm -hmm. and he had this mm. weird animatronic cat thing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I personally loved the animatronics. I thought that was like a really good nod to old storytelling. It was nice mm. that they did a lot of practical effects. So uh, you need to. I think there's a purpose to it besides just like look at us and we're old I, I think the purpose of it is because it is a theater of the mind game and it is a big mix of like crazy effects in your mind and like you're on a fucking game board <laughs> for the yeah. fucking character so i really like that mix of like really cool effects and like kind of clunky practical effects you know yeah, yeah yeah i gotta say the we're going on on gripes right now one of my biggest gripe was the beginning. Like, I, I understand the intro. The intro's cool and, you know, assembling the squad, whatever. I'm fine with the, uh, you know, the premise, the assembling the squad. Cool. And then after they're, like, quote-unquote assembled, um, when they go through, like, so many different... Like, they have to go through this, like, journey, but it's, like, super cut just to get to a funny moment as opposed to, like... They're like, for instance, they go to that graveyard, which was pretty funny, but then it's like, oh, okay, well, let's go. And it's like, okay, super cut to now we're over in this place and then cut to this place. But then once the movie that really started got was like absolutely took off for me was the moment they stepped inside the city and then they, you know, the whole heist, you know, type thing started taking place. I was like, okay, this is hundred percent everything that I wanted in the movie, but I felt like that was the weakest part. I thought it was funny. The moments were good, but I didn't, I don't feel like it didn't flow as well as the rest of the movie, obviously, but I don't know. That's my one gripe. I would say that's why it doesn't get a 10 in, in my book. Yeah, de definitely not a 10 movie. They were, yeah, they were trying to put, that goes back to like, Oh, like they go to the underdog and everything. Like they were trying to put too many areas. They were trying to name drop as many, like, Mm -hmm. Forgotten Realms locations as possible. So, and, like, trying to go everywhere when, like, in actuality, that would take forever to do. Yeah. But, like, it's fine. But that, like, like I said, I like the travel part, you know? So, what is your favorite moments? Mm. Yeah, Dan, what is your favorite moments? Favorite moments? Um, I just love everything with the paladin. <laughs> I really, really like the way they, they created the Paladin character because it really, it emulated, it, it's not really a moment necessarily, but uh, I just like that they emulated the way the D&D &D community talks about Paladins with like everybody like 
so many people hate on paladins <laughs> and are like, oh, it's the this like just like stupid class with no character that like why would you play a paladin? And it, it's so funny that the whole party emulated that and was like, I hate I hate this guy. <laughs> it's like I don't like this guy at all. They leaned it to the tropes really well. <laughs> yeah. And um how like, on- Simon was uh like so insecure next to him. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, they showed on the unlike the converse, they showed a really good way to play a paladin <laughs> that was very interesting and nuanced. <laughs> I loved it. Loved everything about it. He was like such a good straight character to the wild wackiness of the crew. Yeah. So, he was he was my favorite aspect of the movie, I would say. Yeah, he's pretty good. I gave you what you needed. Now I must go. Look at your DM NPC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, love so the fat funny. dragon. I always forget how to say his uh, name. But he's amazing. Dude. Card? I, don't, I don't even know how to say his name. I knew the moment I saw that. I was like, yep. Tony's going to love that. Fat and new dead. Would he eat the last one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that dragon has like a really cool backstory because it's a... Uh, it's a real dragon, but like he, um, for those that don't know, he was raised by a bunch of Dugar and like Dugar. I'm saying that race name completely wrong, but they use they heart. Yeah, they get like they hatch red dragons and use them as like a power source, but then kill them before they get too powerful. They kill the dragon off and like hatch another dragon, but like he lived too long. He got too powerful that he ate the Dugar or like wiped them out. And that's why he's like so fat because he ate like a whole like tribe of Dugar. That's amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he just eats a lot. <laughs> well, when you he got... just started rolling, I'm like, that's yeah, that's what I would make him do. I would, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the most creative animations I've ever seen. Trips over it, but then keeps rolling. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Jared? What were your favorite moments? Um, the druid at the end was amazing. Uh, I thought that was 10 out of 10 in my book. Uh, the, I think the fight scene at the end was really well done. Like, okay, I hate going to movies and I can predict how it's going to end. And in this one, I didn't see the, the kind of twist. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not a big one. Maybe you guys saw it coming. I was kind of wrapped up in the story like, oh, okay. Like, I think I understand. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, no. There's a whole nother part to this movie. Okay, wait, now this is how it's going to end? Like, in my brain, it, I, I like that it doesn't just like, you already know how it's going to end type of situation. It may, yeah. you know, like probably the good guys are going to win and bad guys are going to lose. But like how that works, like how it was... Uh, portrayed was really well um and i liked the uh money dis- like thing <laughs> the that mouth. happened mm-hmm. i was like oh my god and, like i wouldn't have thought of something like that you know what i mean i was like oh that's cool uh i like the outside the thinking oh that was pretty neat how they found like how they got that staff was like really they're gonna cheese it like that and it's the most uh, D yeah. thing ever i get yeah. it it's like you have this staff the staff that creates portals yeah right <laughs> it's like oh my god i mean but think about it like how many items do our characters have that were like wait you have what on you you know what i mean type of thing yeah 
like that last episode that we did, I had a potion of <laughs> oh, an owl, they, and I. Right. Oh, I one more thing to say about that: when they found that portal, right? Whoever wrote that scene where Zank was uh, telling how the bridge puzzle works yeah. was an Undertale's fan. Had to mm. be because like, just, that's the only thing I forget. Papyrus like jumped in my head where he was like, the yellow square means it's shocked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the inverse of that moment. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you uh, went to see with someone, Tony, but uh, I wanted to bring some stuff up because it sounds like, Jared, you had a very fun experience with the person you went with as well. Yeah. I'm not going to say who I went with, but uh, someone couldn't make it. And then so another person joined us and we went to see it in our group of three. And the person that came to see it just made the movie experience so much better. Oh, really? <laughs> because there were there were jump scares where they screamed yeah. bloody murder. Yeah, same. <laughs> were same. All cackling and laughing. There was ass. two where I had to. Yes, there was two of I them. I had to like look over and be like. It's okay. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you're you like, good. Whoa. <laughs> like, and uh, the scene at the end, crying, crying. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely crying. Same and with, then, yeah. Uh, it was a tear I had to hold back. I'm not going to lie. It was in there. It was, it was in the yeah, duct, and I shut you, it out from the know, world. But yeah, it was in there. Pulled on the little heartstrings a little too hard on uh, a little bit. in there. A little bit. Uh, the, what, there was another moment, too. There's a moment I have to bring up that was the funniest movie experience, like in the theater experience, I think I've ever had happened watching the D&D movie. And it was the moment where, spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, it's the moment where um, the main character, uh, what's his face? Edwin. Uh, Edwin. Edwin. Yeah. Yeah, Edwin is talking to his daughter, uh, Chloe, and he is like spilling his heart out and like it's my fault he's like taking ownership for everything he's done and then you realize that it's not his daughter and it's actually uh the red witch sofina right mm -hmm. and as that's going on the second he gets into the room i like i went to school to make movies and the second he walks in the room i'm like oh this is gonna be the guy uh i was wrong about the guy it ended up being sofina i thought it was their uh old cohort I knew right away. I was like, this is, uh, okay, this is his daughter. This is going to be some kind of little side thing. And then the person that I was with leans over to me. Again, no names, but they lean over to me uh, when the girl starts, like, laughing. And I swear to God, they go, oh, my gosh, she doesn't believe him. <laughs> Thinking his daughter like didn't believe the story, oh, wow. I'm just like I look over, I'm like, no, <laughs> and they go what? And they turn, and the best part is like they turn to say that to me. And when they turn back, she had already turned into Sophia. <laughs> oh my gosh! So she, uh, uh, it was just funny. the funniest little like bamboozle moment for them ever. Yeah, immerse. Immerse. Uh, you miss uh, movie cues. Right. I do have one more like thing that wasn't in the movie that I really liked. Uh, I went and saw it at Alamo, and at Alamo, if you get there like you can get there a half hour early, and they open up the theaters and they play silly things on the screen. And oh my god, I got introduced to so many like creators, and I I need to show you both this if you haven't seen it. It's a music video called Bard of Inspiration. 
it is uh one of the best things i've ever seen and you i c can't believe how good it is oh, oh i've seen this know, have yeah, you seen this yes i have seen this it is so guys. good I was sitting, this is like showed before the movie and there was a bunch of other like TikTok people that like laugh out loud scenes and yeah. um, this was amazing. I was like, I don't know what that is. I hope it's still being in, uh, I hope there's more, you know what I mean? Like what else do they have? Oh, oh so, uh, oh, so what good. Jared is referring to is uh, all one for all, which is a deer stalker uh, is deer stalker pictures channel. Their YouTube channel, they make um, D and D skits. Oh, so and, good! And uh, yeah, and so like the base. Of, if you haven't seen them, absolutely check them out. They're freaking hysterical. They're also like very huge in the on YouTube. But they make D and D skits, and in between of them like cosplaying what their characters are doing, they constantly cut to the table of what like the players are doing. And the yeah. guy kind of looks like the DM. Kind of looks like Matt Mercer. Like it's clearly what he's trying to look like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But he plays like but, all the NPCs. It's hysterical. But yeah, I got, if you're I listening to, to this and you happen to be a patron to us now, we uh, think it's uh, flattering that you do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Tony, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the like, yeah, Deerstalker pictures are absolutely incredible. Yeah, I laughed out loud. And I was so just happy existed. I was like, the moment I saw it happening, and first off, I don't have near the musical talent, but it's just like, uh, someone made this. And usually musicals are like, eh, you know, whatever. They have like a stigma on them. And sometimes they're like really good or sometimes they're just, most of them are, uh, whatever. This was so well done. And there's like special effect. Dude, keep making them. They're great, but. Had to share that. Also, all the other creators uh, that were shown before, 10 out of 10. And then they did a five minute, this is what D&D &D is, which for the person that I went and saw it with was perfect because it's like, you know what I mean? They have no idea. <laughs> so it was awesome. wonderful. So if you get to see them, if you were going to go see the movie, go see it at Alamo and get there early. It's a treat. Yeah, go to Alamo now. There's no reason to go to AMC. You don't have any more buckets. Right. Oh, that was my gripe. I went to see this movie twice because one of the friends couldn't make it, so I went with them again. And I went to AMC, and they ran out of buckets like minutes before I got there, and I was pissed. So I didn't get a bucket. Oh, dang it. Well, as somebody who has a bucket and is part of the 1%, 1% of the D&D community, it is all right. It's a cool bucket. It's nice. Mm -hmm. It rolls. It opens when you roll it. Uh, it doesn't stay locked. <laughs> but a piece of tape <laughs> solves that issue. Um, if you probably 3D print a giant D20, it'll probably be better. Um, it does hold one Tiamat Funko Pop, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think we should totally use it for stuff. But other than that, it looks nice on my uh, shelf of D&D stuff. And I bet this thing could probably hold so many beans. It's a bunch of baked beans. Maybe I'll make beans in it, and I'll just eat beans out of it. Is that in reference to my bean-loving NPC I play in a different campaign? I still hate you. How dare you? You're cheating on us with another campaign? I mean... Who are they? Are they prettier than us? Well, they're definitely not prettier. I can tell you that, Jared. You're the prettiest one in my eyes. Okay, Okay. Uh But... 
we got to talk about the cameo in the room. Bradley Cooper. Uh, yeah, that was wonderful. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Watching that scene, I was like, oh, it's a halfling. Why does that halfling look a lot like Bradley Cooper? Oh, he's a Cooper? gnome. Oh, he's yes. a half a halfling. He's a gnome. He's a halfling. That's a gnome. He's a halfling. Halflings are stout. He was like actual people looking size. Like a gnome. I'm pretty sure Bradley Cooper was a halfling. What? Either way, here, you know what? I'll IMDB it while you guys are. Yeah, uh, let's, this is this is a fun, interesting thing. Like I, I was uh, absolutely positive he was a gnome, because they don't say. Are they like not allowed to make him look like hobbits? Is that like? <laughs> I don't think they can because it's like, um, they got big DMCA's on that. But I think I thought he was a halfling. I'm pretty sure he was a half because he wasn't wearing shoes. Uh. Oh, it is a halfling. That's yeah. An odd choice. I don't know. I would have, I guess that's not how I would have designed a halfling. To me, I was like, oh, a gnome because they, they're proportioned like a gnome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they just shrunk him down. And the whole time I'm like, why does he look like Bradley Cooper? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but it was, oh man, that whole scene. Was yeah. I thought they would have put, you know, um, I thought that maybe they want to put like Vin Diesel in there, you know, like the big people who like play D and D or an actual Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, Bradley Cooper's actual Hollywood, but like, you know, people who actually play D and D in Hollywood, or like mm. people from like Critical Role or D twenty. But I guess Bradley Cooper was so I, left field. That's why they did it. Yeah, I man, I just want more of these. I, that's the main feeling I left out of this out of the movie is I was like. All right, what are they gonna do for the next one? You know what I mean? Well, you got three other D and D movies you could watch, man. <sighs> oh God! You got the one from two thousand. You got the one from twenty twelve. This went straight is to DVD. where they started. Okay, this is where they I mean, started. I mean, the big baddie is still in the picture. You know, mm. they just they just uh, took care of the you know the underling. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole. Pretty it's gonna be like stuff. Marvel. You know. Yeah, whole cinematic so. universe. Uh, the dis the displacer beast was kind of cool. I was like, I yeah. killed one of those. <laughs> I, I love that they chose the displacer beast. It's it looks a lot scarier when you see it in, like <laughs> like yes. on the screen, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Although I I didn't know that a displacer beast does an after image how they portrayed it. I did not know that's how they worked. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just like you're looking at like a blurry cat essentially. I didn't know they project another cat. Oh, but like a uh, grab about the movies that the the uh, gelatinous cube didn't do anything. It just stood there. That's for another movie. <laughs> yeah, clearly, maybe. I mean, clearly magic could explain that, right? They have some suppressor. They have suppressor magic stuff, so they have a way that it just doesn't move. All right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there was a gelatinous cube early that did, right? Am I wrong? Or was that in the previews uh, that I saw? Maybe it was in the previews maybe. with the uh, Alamo thing. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, it was, it was just like in the arena. Oh, was yeah. that the only one? Okay. Yeah. It must yeah. have been a different preview right. thing. My only other gripe, the last gripe I have is um, they, they didn't really like play on the mechanics of the bard very well. I don't know. The bard did nothing the entire you know? time. Like, I thought I they did him very well. No, they, yeah, they did his character well, but I, I would have liked to see more of the bard mechanics visualized, you know, like 
the like there's a moment where someone can't do something in a fight but at the last second he's like you got this or something what stupid do you mean like he was that, casting you know? body inspiration the entire freaking movie bro <laughs> the entire movie like every time he hypes no, someone that. up that's the whole point I know he's giving pep talks, but like in battle, it would have been nice to get like mechanical bard stuff. Well, he hit him with the loot, which is something. I hit you with a loot, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a College of Valor. He was a, um, yeah, College of Valor bard, I think, is what he was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and then somebody's yeah, like, let, well, maybe he's also like a rogue too, but I'm like, you know, whatever. Maybe. Um, so we have Co College of Valor. So I didn't, I didn't look him up, so I don't know, but we have a. College of Valor Bard. I'm guessing Circle of the Moon Druid would be my guess. I th without think it's going to be like Circle of Owlbear. Because in the new oh, edition new of D&D, &D, in a new edition of D&D, Owlbear is the, a thing. Yeah, I know that. So I think it's based around like, or shape-shifting. Uh, maybe Circle of the Moon. The Wild Magic Sorcerer. Um, as was my thought because he's keeps mess doing crazy magic by accident yeah it even says wild magic <laughs> that was wild the magic <laughs> uh path of devotion uh path of uh can't think of simple words right now <laughs> uh the paladin path of the most common one path of I think it's devotion oh i don't i don't play paladin <laughs> Yeah, see, nobody plays Paladins. <laughs> I, I don't really know the subclass off the top of my head. Um, I mean, we can look at their character sheets. Redemption. They have them oh, God. Sheets. Redemption, right? Both uh, Redemption. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, and then the Rust Bugs. The Rust Bugs yes. weren't yes. proportioned. I mention that. Yes. Like, look how tiny they are. They're not that tiny. They're huge. Yeah, but those were, you know, they were just little, little guys. They were up there eating the little lock. I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, oh no, somebody's gonna call me out for oversizing them now. <laughs> and I just looked at the monster block, I'm like, no, they're medium sized monstrosities. I was like, oh, I've kicked a bunch of those into a fire before. <laughs> oh man. Good movie. And then yeah. the last thing we should talk about is the uh -huh. Hulk owlbear scene, right? Yes. <laughs> so good. That was some serious Armos vibes coming out. I was like, yes, <laughs> do it. When I watched that scene, I'm like, oh, now everybody's definitely going to make Marvel jokes now. And then he kept yeah. going. I'm like, I think I like this one better than the Hulk scene. because She just keeps attacking him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's just the, um, not even like the constant slamming. It was when the owlbear grabbed uh, Sofina by the shoulders. It's just like, ah, <laughs> just kept yeah. beating her. I wish she was more like the main actress was more uh, like kind of shapeshifted into like being angry or something like that, you know, because she's never angry in any of the scenes. Mm -hmm. So I was just hoping that it would like came off that way. But it's still the scene was amazing. It was definitely the highlight of the movie for sure. I think we should address controversies real quick. Uh, oh. Our thoughts, our thoughts on the fact that she could shift into an owlbear. Kick rocks. It's cold homebrew. I agree. Kick rocks. Yeah. What, so I don't know druids at all. So I was like, oh, well, that's an interesting thing that it happens. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's a thing. So, it so, doesn't, so not at all, huh? I guess I'll let Tony take it. Um, so owlbears aren't considered beasts. They're considered monstrosities. So that's the mm. mechanical ruling on it. 
Yeah. So mm. people were mad mm. about that. And the fact that she was a tiefling and was just looked like a white chick. They did. Mm-hmm. She didn't have like a skin tone. I was. Yeah, that was the next thing I was gonna bring up. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just lazy on that. makeup department, but like it's whatever. I don't really care. I, yeah. S- there was a moment where when I first saw her, I was like, oh, weird. She doesn't have a tail. And then she uses her tail yeah. later. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's the tiniest tail I've ever seen in my life. I was it's like, a good oh, okay. Size, Jared. It's a good size. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, you know. <laughs> um, I have a tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't know you had a tail for the first 10 episodes when we started playing. <laughs> I didn't, and now it's just burnt in my head that they gotta have some elegant tail. With druids, it's so weird because you don't see that. Like, I feel like they probably did it on purpose. She didn't really like transform, like in like she was always the bear. The owlbear's just up oh, in scene. You know what I mean? There wasn't like really cool transformation thing that I can re- recall. Maybe you guys do. Uh, I think they did showed it once when they introduced they it like her, once, right? and then that was yeah. it. Yeah. All the transformations were off screen. Yeah, I wish that that would have been some really cool scene that they could have done, but I'm sure money. Money. But Okay, so here, I wanted to say this also uh, before we finish. Uh, thoughts on the, like, say Movie two's coming out, gets announced. What do you expect it to be? Like, do you expect it to be the same characters, new characters? Because I would like it to be new characters. Not that I don't enjoy these ones, but I just, I feel like you could do so much with like, I like, okay, we got the bard, we got the, you know, the barbarian or whatever you want to call it. And then you have all these characters. Cool. Let's, let's see some more, you know what I mean? Type of thing. Let's explore it like crazy. What do you guys think? I don't know how many more movies Michelle Rodriguez has under her belt. Yeah, yeah, that's kind she's of like, my point. I, she was born in, like, what, the 80s? I mean, that's still relatively young. But, like, um, I don't know. She'd be... I hope it's just some of the same characters because I like them. You know? I think they got, like, a few. Maybe, like, they can rotate. Um, I I think they'll... If they do a second movie, they, they bring in some new party members, of course, like an edgy rogue, you mm. know? We get an edgy rogue, uh, the ranger that nobody likes, <laughs> that mm. thinks is that's useless at everything, <laughs> and we have to get a character death, and then have a player come back in, a new character come in, and they're like, "Wow, they're very similar to this other party member that we just had." That joke uh, needs to be made. <laughs> like they can teleport their, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because like. It's still like somebody playing that character is still kind of similar. It's like, ah, something about him that reminds mm-hmm. me of that person. <laughs> I, actually, That'd be good. I, I also feel like a jerk. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is only 44 years old. I don't know why I thought she was <laughs> older. I feel terrible. Um, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, if you happen to be a Patreon supporter, I want to thank you uh, to I'm sorry and I, we love you. I don't know who you. you're talking about. Now I. I <laughs> She was 80 years old. I don't know. Old. I thought she was 60. Yeah. What? Wow. <laughs> it's because the the Fast and the Furious movies, right? Is exactly. Where and I remember her in Resident Evil, like the first Resident <laughs> Evil movie. And now I also looked up Vin Honestly, Diesel, how old he was, and he's 55. And I'm like, damn, he looks like shit. You know, <laughs> he, <laughs> he got 
I thought Vin Diesel was like wow. pushing Vin 65. Diesel, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We, that's uh, not how we all feel. You're still a lot of people you, that are listening for something called Patreon. We appreciate it. We love you. <laughs> my, my goodness. My concept of age is just whoo, out the window. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad with names, so I had no idea who we were talking about. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Well, okay. Well, so anything else? Final <laughs> thoughts? Anyone got a little some some? They wanna love the graveyard scene. Yeah. Graveyard scene's great. Uh, graveyard scene's good. Graveyard scene's good. Um, I like how everyone had a backstory, and it, each of the backstories were resolved in their yeah. own way. It was nice. Mm -hmm. the, Simon got the girl. Uh, they made me happy. Yeah. 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 Well, he got a second chance. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. And I hope to bring um, that back in the second movie. Hmm. <laughs> See, I, I don't want that. I want to just like, hey, you know what? They got a second. He's got a second chance at it. And I just I don't want to know the resolution. You know what I mean? Like, I just I felt good putting all their stories to rest. That's why I want new. new I, I, I want to see what happens. I would love to see like he he messed up the second date and he's just like back to being insecure. See, <laughs> but that's the thing is, I feel like there's nowhere for him to go as character development because he like learned all his spells like he's like a powerful wizard now. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like most of the fun is learning characters, and I feel like they had a full, complete arc in this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. Good point. Yeah. I, mm. I don't know if I want to like they've kind of set it up to where they're probably gonna bring them back, which I'm all right with, but like, I don't know what more they could do with some of the characters, but I don't know. We'll see. It did you guys like the original cartoon characters being in the maze scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a pretty good. Uh, oh, what was the one? Concept. Oh, one of my last thing. Uh, favorite scene. One of my other favorite scenes was when they're at the end. They're getting like their medals or something. And Michelle yeah. Rodriguez's character gets one from the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. And the other halfling. Yes, she gives him this look, like looks him up and down. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a good, uh, it was a good bring uh, back. It was a good bring back yeah. to the uh, uh, window breaking when what's oh. his face is making his case, and then tries to fly through the window. Yeah, <laughs> it's all boarded up. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan. And I just want to say the when Bradley Cooper said, "You were so guilty about the home you left." You overlooked the one I was trying to build here. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh Bradley. <laughs> mm -hmm. He that like he was one of the best actors in that because like he you could you were not thinking about Bradley Cooper at oh, all. He was, was one of the like, best actors in that. Yeah, the AAA actor with multiple multiple movies. Yeah, Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, hey, Rocket. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this just in. Good actor does I good. Would um oh also uh another great thing that just came into mind uh the mirror image that he casted that just completely gets decrepit because he his foot gets stuck oh my god oh yeah <laughs> he's playing uh, the, i was like oh my god he's doing bard stuff and it was a sorcerer yeah right <laughs> i really wish the main character did something bard related like he did he did the little song but it was kind of but just he was something. inspiring. That was the whole point. Mm. He makes the plans. He makes the plans. You make plans that fail. And then <laughs> I make new plans. <laughs> but. All right. Thanks for listening to our rant. Oh. 
for 40 yep. minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. I'm not editing this. I'm just posting it as is. Honestly, well, you got to edit it a little bit. Nope. Nah. Like you got to edit this part out. Nah. And they'll never know what I said. Right, Dan? Got it. You did great. Good job on the edit. <laughs> Sorry. I already, uh, I already cut my, my thing. I can't hear you. We're still going. So, uh, <laughs> our final score is we recommend this movie. Go out oh, and see I, it. I will. Let us know in the Discord what you guys Mint. think of it. Uh, leave a comment the down below. Definitely I will buy it digitally theater. on something, probably, so I can see watch it, it for days to come. In the theater, support the D&D movies. Yeah, well, hopefully they make another one. Yeah. Hopefully. Alamo, specifically, because oh, right. you get oh, yeah. some banger... I hope there's a Entries. beholder in the second one. I think that's it. Bye. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. That's the only editing I'm doing. I'm cutting that up. <laughs> and cut.